I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. Welcome back, guys, for another episode. And this episode is special because it's basically around a company or a service that is provided that I do thoroughly every morning. I have a cup of tea, preferably green tea with honey and lemon, and that's just like my morning ritual. I'm weaning myself off a coffee. I've been good so far. So tea is my thing now. (laughs) So I am excited to have Brandy Shelton of Just Add Honey here with me today to talk about her business, a quaint, cute, charming little tea house right off the Atlanta belt line. So Brandy, thank you for being here. I am honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's such a pleasure, such a pleasure. I love tea, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be sure that I highlight people in the area, especially Black business owners who are in the space of wellness, which is one of the pillars of mediocre to masterful, entrepreneurship, wealth, and wellness. I feel like your company provides the wellness aspect that we all know and love and need to improve on within ourselves. So I wanted you to share more about your business. How did you get started? And what is the like the wellness factor that you get from your business? And why did you start? Yes, green tea with a little bit of lemon and honey. Perfect. It's perfect to get you started for the day because there is a little bit of caffeine in green tea, not as much as your cup of joe, but uh, <laughs> definitely to get you focused and it's great for digestion because when you're breaking your fast, it's nice to have something light on your stomach versus like how we fill ourselves up with heavy food. So yes. you are on the right track. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started the company really as a hobby. It was a creative outlet. My background is, I've had so many backgrounds, but the one that led me to tea was fashion design. And I traveled around the world and I saw that people connected over a cup of tea. So instead of going to Big Ben in London, I would hide out in a tea room and find out what the locals did. Or if I'm in Morocco, I wouldn't go to just one particular place. I would find tea rooms and it would be a way to kind of get lost and meet a stranger that became a quick friend and just kind of slow down a little bit outside of schoolwork or the hustle and bustle Mm -hmm. that the city offered when I was traveling. And then came back to the States and did wardrobe. And as my little business card, I would blend and make teas. I and love that. That's your business card. Yeah, well, I love it was that. it was kind of that era of DIY, Martha Stewart, real mm. simple, kind of making bath soaps and lotions and all that other kind of thing. And tea was something fun for me because it was like, okay, well, I like Earl Grey. Mm-hmm. What if I added a little bit of something else to it to enhance the flavor? Or yes, hibiscus is delicious, but what about some dried fruit or something else to it? So I started creating these fun blends as my business card to be booked again on the next like commercial or movie or job that was there. And it kind of stuck. And we kind of just moved slowly, but surely. My husband is now my business partner and he's like the tortoise and he moves super fast but I'm the hare so I I hired a sales rep yes my first sales rep I hired on Craigslist that tells Whoa. you how long ago yes oh and so gosh. she lived in North Carolina and I gave her a per diem and a company card where she could take people out to lunch and talk about tea and that's how we started getting 
smaller wholesale clients. Wow. And then from there, we moved to doing trade shows. And the trade shows were fun, but they were more like your mom and pop shops. And so to get into bigger businesses was a little bit harder entry. And then we opened our first retail location in 2014. And what was so crazy is we're in the Lowe's Hotel and we carry our teas there. And the gentleman that was one of the buyers for the Lowe's Hotel would see us all the time at the trade show. And I'd stand up straight and hand him a card or hand him a line sheet and kind of brush me off. But he happened to walk into our shop one day and said, just that, honey, just that, honey, this name sounds familiar. Why does it sound familiar? And I was like, uh, cause I have been stalking you for the past two that years. That is hilarious. And literally right then and there, he was like, I'll call you tomorrow. And he did and placed an order. Like that's how crazy it happened. So slow and steady. And um, we started opening retail locations. And so, yeah, now we have our production facility. I still blend all of the teas and we sell to quite a few stores all over the U.S. I love that. That's a beautiful story. And it's a story of persistence, being persistent and making sure that you not only believe in what you're trying to sell, even if it's a no or not right now the first time, that you continue to show up for your business and show up for yourself to make sure it actually gets seen to the right people. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, there's quite a few larger deals that we've done Mm -hmm. and they've taken upwards of two years. And so you start the conversation. At that point, you now have built a relationship. And so the relationship and they believe in your brand and your company, to me, seems more genuine than just that cold call. And if the door is closed, you kind of move on Mm -hmm. to the next door. Now it's a like supermarket sweep to how many people (laughs) you can touch. I we rather just touch the right people that see our vision and we are aligned with theirs as well, you know, because every business isn't good business either too. Yes. Yes. I love that. And something just came to mind as you were sharing that and like that relationship building and some of those relationships take over a course of two years sometime to actually land the next level of that relationship. Mm -hmm. This just rang to my mind. It's almost like you're steeping Totally. I love that. Yes. So yeah, I get that. Yes. And that totally just hit me. And I'm like, that. that's that's what it is. And it truly is a long-term relationship. It's not short-term gains for a long-term relationship. It's like you have to steep the relationship to continue even the longer opportunities to come forth. I'm putting that in my pocket. Yes. Keep that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why you're like mediocre to master. Yes. <laughs> I love that story. That's a beautiful story. The tea industry doesn't seem like it's easy. I think anyone, whatever industry you're in, there's like, it's not easy trying to break the mold, especially if the relationships take quite some time. What are some tips for those that are in this space, whether it's tea, whether it's retail, because there might be some similarities there as well. What are some tips for those trying to break into that space to keep them motivated to keep going? Because it does take time. Be yourself. We started, August will be our 15 year anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah, just saying that out loud for the first time seems crazy. I have a teenager. (laughs) Wow. And that whole 15 years, like sometimes I'm quirky, sometimes I'm professional. Sometimes I'm a I'm a little nutty, you know, just like a cup of tea. They all have these different flavor profiles and you might want green tea today, but you might want an herbal tea tomorrow, you know, and that's how I show up literally as myself. And that is what has kept 
us around. Mm -hmm. And that's important because before there were just big box brands. Now there's so many wonderful, beautiful tea companies that are joining the competition Mm -hmm. or the, the company or in the atmosphere of tea. And what makes us stand out is that we're ourselves. And with tea lovers or any other brand or any other industry you're in, nobody has just one tea in their tea cabinet. They have all different types of tea. They have all different (laughs) types of garments. We're not loyal to one particular shoe. You know, it's what works or how it makes us feel or where you were that day or the smells. Just showing up in your authentic self and what your brand is, but being true to that, knowing what that is and not wavering from it. So like I enjoy bubble tea, but we'll never be a bubble tea company because that's Mm. not what our mission is. And that's not, we're not going to ride that wave just because it's popular. We stand true to who we are. So that is what has kept us the 15 years and it keeps me from going crazy too, you know? (laughs) And, And so that's important, just being true to yourself and knowing that, Competition is good too. Mm -hmm. You know, they're telling your story of tea or the story of a shirt or garment and educating your customers so that it makes it just a little bit easier for you to close the deal. Mm -hmm. You know, having a conversation about loose leaf tea 15 years ago was extremely hard. What do you do with it? Where does the leaves go? You know, wait a minute, it's not in a tea bag. Can I microwave it? You know, that conversation was extremely difficult. So the learning curve that we had to educate our customers, I mean, we still do it, but our competition does it too. And so now we don't seem like the elephant in the room. Now we're amongst all these wonderful different things that can go in a drawer because loose leaf tea does not seem like a, just an elitist beverage anymore. So that's how I see competition. I mean, if you stay in your lane and you stay true to yourself, then they'll never do what you're doing because yes. they don't do it like you do. Period. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Done. Exclamation point. <laughs> no, that's so true. And it's those sayings go so far and we hear them so often, but they're so true. And we really, I guess, in certain seasons of our business and of ourselves, we just have to adopt that advice wherever it, it meets us during the time and stage of our business. So being true to yourself is, a, is to me, a constant throughout the entire business journey, whether you're in the wellness space or any other space. Um, staying true and being authentic to yourself is really going to be the long pull in the success of your business. So thank you for that. I want to know if there's any amazing things, any more great, amazing things that the Just Add Honey Company is going to provide. Because, I mean... 15 year anniversary, that's something to celebrate for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a huge feat. That's some black owned companies, you don't hear that quite often. So to hear that, it's like, man, that's, that's a huge milestone. So people are naturally want to know, how can I continue to sustain my business in such a way? So what's next for Just Said Honey? I just launched a magazine. (gasps) Congratulations. Yes, because I came from the film and print industry. It was just so, it was super easy to do. And I wanted to, I'm writing two books right now. And those seem daunting and overwhelming because it's like, you know, a couple of hundred pages collectively. And just to write, 
you know, sometimes hello on a piece of paper <laughs> is so stressful. And I have journals and books all over the house that are all the first 10 pages of my book, right? <laughs> I think we all have a little bit of that everywhere. <laughs> so to not get discouraged, I said, how can I eat this in in pieces to where it's still, it's something that's yummy and delicious. And I still love because if, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but sometimes when I get discouraged, I kind of just put it in the back of my closet and pull it back out when I'm inspired Mm -hmm. and then remember that discouragement. And then it keeps like, it plays this like double Dutch game of in and out of my (laughs) life. So I said, how can I swallow this in chunks that still feels um, manageable? And I feel like I'm winning, you know, because sometimes you just need that personal win. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'll do a magazine. I know, crazy. So it it initially was going to be print, which it will be in 2022. So I had got 90 pages in in a magazine, like in two weeks. I know. I know, but I can't write a book. I was going to say, but what about this book, Brandy? (laughs) So I said, digitally, nobody wants to read 90 pages. So Mm -hmm. I edited it down to a 30 page uh, digital magazine. It's called How We Sip. And it's for tea lovers, but it's for anybody. It's just beautiful pictures. I hired some of my friends that are photographers and it's beautiful imagery, a recipe for like weekend brunch. It talks about tea travel. So I recently did a trip to India. So it talks about my tea travels in India and what's in season because we make our teas seasonally. I love that. So like strawberries and peaches and blueberries are in season. So it talks about the season of the different herbs and vegetables and fruits that we use in our teas. And it's fun. It's tea quotes. It's (laughs) stories. It's light. It's refreshing. And it's a way to meaningfully scroll. That's why kind of another reason why so easily I pick up my tea in the morning and I turn my me time into everybody's time. And so having something to read that's warm, like my cup and having something that feels good and it's not maybe as clunky as an actual book or a magazine, but it's beautiful and it's easy and you can sip and just enjoy it that's what I hope people get out of the magazine so that sounds so refreshing it was so much fun and so I'm and so they're quarterly so just finished the summer issue and then the fall issue will be out in September and then we'll have our winter that's my fun outlet I love that that's perfect that's perfect and now that you say that you're like I got through 90 pages of this magazine but I can't even get through two pages of my books it makes sense because for the magazine it's journalistic Mm -hmm. you're able to capture the story not just through words but through photography like you mentioned so I can see why that one might have you might have ran through that. One. Oh, I breathed right through it. And then so many, of my, so many people were like, "What did you use? Who did you hire?" And I was like, mm, "Me," because <laughs> it was so, it was so much fun. I don't want to do it for anybody else yet. Um, but it was definitely a fun project that I still love. Because you know, after fifteen years, it is one of those things. How do you it's stay huge. fresh? How yes. do you stay sophisticated? How do you stay engaged with your tea lovers? And it was a natural progression. I could make flavors out of my ears, you know, (laughs) make tea off the top of my head. I could create a new, we have t-shirts. We have one that says pothead. So it's a teapot (laughs) and it says pothead. So I can make designs, but it was one of those things that something that 
I enjoy personally, and I can relate it back to my brand. And so therefore it feels good and I'm excited about it versus it's like this ball and chain that yeah so you're just trying to keep alive totally so then that it goes back to staying true to who i am so and who our company is i love that i aspire to get to that level where 15 years later and beyond i'm able to still enjoy and love and be as creative as i was the first few years which is important Mm -hmm. and i think to circle it all back in terms of the, the people who are listening to this particular episode, you're thinking, man, 15 years, I'm just trying to get started. I'm just trying to get off the ground. Or you might just be in the introductory stage of your business. Think long term. Think about not just the, the year and how much you want to make in the revenue for your business, but what is the longevity and what's the sustainability of your company? Because it, it matters. It allows you to grow. It allows you to continue to be creative. It allows you to stay in business. So just keep that in mind as you're listening to Brandy and when some of the things that she's sharing with us today. Another day, another social media post created last minute. Let's turn those last minute moments into three months of planned posts. Join the 90 days of content course to learn hacks to better plan your content, gain more time in your day. If you are a solopreneur, influencer, or simply trying to be more consistent, this course is for you. Visit MediocreToMasterful.com to sign up today. My final question, what does being masterful mean to you? Masterful to me means being in control of your own self, your emotions, your feelings, your time, your energy. And so having a business, you're no longer on your own time. You're on your customer's times. You're on your employee's time. You're on your self-imposed time that you create because we're looking outward versus inward. So I know there are things that I have mastered, but being completely masterful is like a daily process, really. Mm, It's something that I wake up every morning and like setting that intention and being mindful so that I can master it, not allowing someone to shake my foundation. And so it's still a work in progress. I have two small children and a 23-year-old daughter. So I'm sh- I'm shaken every day by them. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> but then I also, you know, I have a staff of 23 people. Wow. One cog in the wheel goes off and they could, you know, take off my that mastering. That alignment. That, that, yeah. Yes. Thank you. That yeah. alignment. So I had to also as a business owner, I had to step away and become a business owner. Mm. I couldn't be an employee anymore of the business because that's when I got lost and I wasn't mastering. And so I was maintaining. So that is part of ways that I'm mastering. So I hire amazing, overly qualified people to do the things that help me become more of a master. And when I'm mastering for myself, I'm better for them. I'm better for the company. I'm better for the growth of the brand. I'm a better mother, a better wife. That is where we're aligning all of the stars so that we can, so that I can master, so that (laughs) we can do all of that together. Perfect, perfect. I like how you just wrapped everything in a nice, pretty bow with that answer. That's, That's perfect. Brandy, I am extremely grateful for your time, 
I'm thankful that you're here to share your story, not only with me, but all the listeners on your business and wellness and just how to be and show up for yourself, be true to yourself and show up for yourself and your business. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of your work that you do. It's beautiful to see someone be the catalyst and that nucleus for sharing because my mom used to always say people can't see it but you can't get anything with your hand closed Mm. so if you keep it open not only are you giving you're receiving so i love that you're giving and you will continue to be blessed so congratulations thank you i felt that thank you i appreciate that (laughs) 